Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The US midterm elections are tomorrow, and many of us will be watching to see if the Donald Trump controlled Republican Party regain control of the US Congress. My next guest has worked on numerous election campaigns in the US, including the famous 2008 campaign which saw Barack Obama seal the White House. His name is Daniel Beckman, and his company Soapbox collects, edits, and shares user generated content. I began by asking him whether it was more of a technology business than a political one. In this post-broadcast era where there's different communities that basically need to be included in a coalition behind a candidate, it allows the candidate to have very specific messaging to those communities and then work with those people to spread the word on behalf of them. Uh, We used this with Joe Biden two years ago. And if you think about the different states from Wisconsin to Arizona, uh, from Navajo uh, Indians in Arizona to Hmong people in Wisconsin, those people were making these videos and making the case on behalf of Joe Biden. In this case, we're working with senators, governors, people all over these states that are running for office, and they're having their own supporters make the case for them. Would you say that Soapbox is more of a technology company than a political company? We're definitely a technology company, but If you have technology without people in it, it's kind of like an empty strip mall with no stores. You need to have people using it. And in our case, we have a really solid purpose, which is helping people who oftentimes have a hard time accessing their political voice, uh, not only be heard, but be uplifted uh, through these candidates and then also other organizations that we work with. Would it be fair to say we've seen Facebook in the 2016 US elections and now we've seen Twitter over the last few weeks even that technology has become politicized? I think it always has been. I think the major difference here is that the, there's so many more doorways to enter. Uh, when I started my career uh, in the late 90s and I worked at network affiliates and places like ABC News, there were five satellite dishes in New York City that could reach people in the rest of the country. You needed to work at one of those major networks in order to get your voice out and go through their editorial process. Right now, what we're doing right now, there's no building. We could do this anywhere together. And everybody has the power to do that in their phone. So it's just been dispersed. And we always had politics on the airwaves in some way or other. It's just that the access to it has grown so much. And the other thing that I think people don't realize is that they're all getting different versions of it, even if they think that there is, for instance, a Fox News version of it and an MSNBC version. It's much greater than that right now. And going forward, if we don't embrace this in some way, we're going to have trouble introducing candidates to people. We already have that problem where people don't even know who's running for office where they live. Maybe the Democrats need to be a bit more like the Republicans and a little bit more provocative. Uh, We see fairly unknown candidates getting a lot of publicity and getting on platforms simply because Donald Trump and his MAGA acolytes get behind them and promote them. Yeah, I I think that they're pretty well organized there. Um, You could say provocative, but in some ways they're speaking to their community. And that is where they get their legitimacy from. You'll see people like Gavin Newsom this week who was saying, what is our economic California governor? Yeah. Uh, What is our economic message as Democrats? He had trouble finding it. I also have had trouble finding it. 
there is one. Um, the unemployment rate happens to be pretty low right now. Uh, you know what happened in the UK when a really conservative government got into power and tried lowering taxes and you know putting it on the credit card. It almost crashed the world economy. So you know there's something you could lose here. That kind of case could be made to Democratic voters and also voters overall that it could get a lot worse. Um, you know, so that's a, that's one example of a message they could use. They have not settled on one. And uh, MAGA, whether you agree with them or not, they're clearly organized. It's easy to understand what they want. And that makes it easy for a lot of other people to join up and, and figure out how to carry the water for them. And so what we've had, I'll admit, some some problems with it this, this campaign season is that there isn't really a clear message from the Democrats. We've tried to make our own case. And in certain areas, there's, uh, there have been some things that have gained some traction. But the, other, the, the main Democratic talking point right now is the other side is crazy. And that's a tricky thing for us to work with because, first of all, the American public, despite what anybody might think, they know who's crazy. They don't need somebody to tell them who's crazy. They have a really, we talk about crazy all the time. It's something we enjoy. Uh, what they have a problem with is what are you going to do? Who are you and why should I support you? And the Democrats have really failed to make that case this year. And I don't think there's any doubt that Thursday, Tuesday is going to be a really rough night for Democrats this year. Really, really rough night. And assuming that the GOP takes over Congress, will that change anything economically and financially? We know it'll change things politically for Joe Biden, but for the economy? Um, I think people, I live in Montana and we drive big trucks around there. And I think that people think credibly that when the Saudis cut production after Joe Biden went there to make a deal and they basically turned their back on him, they think that when the Republicans, if they get in power on Tuesday, if they're there, the Saudis might turn around on that and our gas prices might go down. And gas prices in this country affect prices on everything because we drive everything around here. And especially in places that are more red, they rely more heavily on cars. So even people with low education here, they really know what's going on. And that's their opinion. I don't know if that's why the Saudis decided to drastically cut production literally right before this election, but it is having an impact. And Joe Biden seems powerless to do anything about it. So I think there's an impression that when if the Republicans end up winning on Tuesday, there will be a quick change in the economy. We don't know. Maybe not. Um, but that's what people feel. And basically, that's all you have to work with in an election, right? You're dealing with what people think is going to happen in the future. And that's Daniel Beckman, the chief executive of Soapbox. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.